welcome to yet another rip-roaring episode of Analyze This, the self-help podcast that just can't help itself. I am one of two Hannahs, Hannah Hart, and today I will be exploring the subtle science of affirmations and how we can use this practice to reshape our relationship with reality itself. What? Let's talk about some self-hypnosis, baby, or something like that. It's not really self-hypnosis. That's I, it's, it's not. I, it's not. Well, is it? I don't know. Let's find out. Enjoy. To start today's episode, actually, I need to start by making an announcement. Bum, bada, bum, drum roll, please. We are officially 100% caught up on our Patreon perks. Woo! Yes, we are in recovery from the uh, year of 2020 and my nervous breakdown. And uh, yeah, now we're getting all caught up with Patreon perks. So as of yesterday, the 15th, we should be at 100%. So if you are one of our Patreon patrons, well, 100% meaning they are completed and have been put in the mail uh, or you've been notified that they're on their way. So if you're one of our patrons, thank you for your patience as we got caught up with a pretty ridiculous amount of perks that involved a lot of personal effort. Uh, so we've actually restructured the tier system so that um, we can be more consistent and accountable and everybody can get their perks right away in a more orderly fashion rather than, uh, you know, a 14-month backlog. But hey, these are hand-drawn pieces of art, people. Anyway, um, so the perks have now been redone. We have new tiers. So go ahead and head on over to analyze or to patreon.com slash this to check them out. It's pretty cool. Speaking of the now completed perks, I got started on the topic of today's episode because I was fulfilling a perk. You see, I had the idea when we first launched our Patreon that I would do affirmations. I was like, oh, I can just send monthly affirmations. Now, having made that declaration, you would think that I had some sort of experience with an affirmation practice or did affirmations at all, right? Wrong. At the time that we established the perk, I had no experience with an affirmation practice. Today, I 100% use heart math and affirmations to help stay present, stay positive, stay grounded, etc., which I will get to in this episode as we explore it today. Uh, that being said, though, to make up for the backlog of affirmations I owed our highest, uh, our, 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 perk, our perky perks, I have been reflecting on the year 2020 and doing affirmations accordingly, um, month by month. So what is an affirmation practice? I can tell you what I thought it was. I thought it was like using the power of positive thinking and other scoff-worthy, not scoff-worthy, but, you know, scoff-inducing mindsets. Um, it's hard not to roll your eyes when, you know, people talk about the power of positive thinking because I think we misinterpret it, you know? I think it means stop feeling that way. I think the way it feels when somebody's like, oh, you just got to be positive is that a lot of times people want to dismiss your feelings of discomfort um, because they feel uncomfortable. But if we take other people entirely out of this, which is where the real power of affirmations comes in, we can really start to identify the relationship our thinking patterns have with our reality. And this is based off science, guys. This is based off science, okay? 
So, science, science. In fact, let me read you a quote. A study, this is a quote I found uh, from <clears throat> a website, but listen. A study published in the journal, Sognitive? A study published in the journal Social, Cognitive, and Effective Neuroscience. Huh. A study published in the journal of Social, Cognitive, and Effective Neuroscience revealed what goes on in our brains when we practice affirmations regularly. The researchers used MRIs to find that practicing self-affirmation activates the reward centers, ventral striatum. It activates the reward centers, ventral striatum, and ventromedial prefrontal cortex, VMPFC, in the brain. To put it simply, these areas are the same reward centers that respond to pleasurable experiences, like winning a prize or eating your favorite food. So, ooh, that sounds pretty good. These affirmations are actually activating my reward centers. So by telling myself a positive, loving statement, I'm actually literally feeling better. I'm inducing the reward center activity that might be dulled or subdued in my own brain. Well, hot diggity dog, that sounds like it's at least worth a try, right? And so that's what I decided. I decided that, not decided. I, ha I, I had to start changing my brain, guys, you know, to get back, to get back, to get back into myself to do it. I just was so tired of just getting caught in these negative thought cycles, negative thought spiral loops. And, you know, unfortunately, things like um, thought stopping, which is a tool of cognitive behavioral therapy, it's not work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work like that. So if you um, are still having your doubts about whether or not an affirmations practice might be worthy of trying, let me, let me put it this way. And this is a really beautiful quote from T. Harv Ecker. And I thought, I thought that this really puts it perfectly that to anyone who doesn't believe that the relationship with your mind is a relationship with your reality or that your mind shapes your reality. This quote says, every thought is either an investment or a cost. Every thought is either an investment or a cost. Wow. That really speaks a lot to our internal narratives, doesn't it? At least it really resonated with me that... My thoughts are either investing in my self-worth, self-esteem, emotional wellness, investing in my ability to, to feel positive, to feel present, or they're costing something at the price of bad feelings. You know, we, we get cut off when we're driving in traffic, and it stirs up this bad feeling response, like, hey, that person wronged me. And if we have prior experiences of other people having wronged you in the past, suddenly our little mind-body animal brings all of that weight and gravity into that moment. And you're just like, there I go, getting cut off again because the world just loves to take a dump on me. And now, and now we're making our thought experience, the world likes to take a dump on me. We're telling our brains, the world takes dumps on you. And you know what? That makes us feel bad, right? That makes us feel bad. Whereas... The, the idea of I am worthy of patience, I am worthy of love, I have love, I have patience, feels better. The one that I started with was may I be kind to myself in this moment. That's the affirmation that I got started with. Um, and I, and I, I really needed it. 
and it was placing a hand over my heart uh, and simply saying, may I be kind to myself in this moment. May I be kind to myself in any moment. May I be kind to myself in every moment. And every time I started to have a negative thought spiral or I had an experience that, that transported me into this narrative that I'm unlovable or unworthy. Let's say you got stood up on a date, right? Something like that. Instead of belittling and berating myself with all the reasons why I would deserve or all the reasons why these negative things are coming my way, I simply put my hand over my heart and I think and say out loud, may I be kind to myself in this moment. If I miss a deadline, may I be kind to myself in this moment. If I don't have the energy to be social, may I be kind to myself in this moment. If I was excited about a budding relationship, but it fell apart, may I be kind to myself in this moment. Really directly trying to heal my relationship with disappointment, which is a natural occurrence. Trying to heal that relationship with disappointment was the entryway into affirmations for me. But there are different ways of using it. There are different practices. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and I'll talk to you guys a little bit about some other affirmation styles you might encounter out there in the world. And then later, we'll be ending the episode uh, with a sample of um, the Hannah Hart monthly affirmation experience. So we'll be right back. And we're back. For those of you just joining us, we're talking about affirmations, baby. Now, what is an affirmation? Uh, Sometimes we hear about these affirmation practices where, you know, we see people in movies, right? Like when I thought of like the stereotypical what's an affirmation, I, I would imagine this like power broker looking in a mirror thinking, I will defeat my enemies. I will conquer business. I will have incredible success. I will make a million dollars. And this kind of like future based, I don't know, manifesting, like I will win an Oscar or like, like that sort of thing. And I don't know about that personally. I don't know about that. Like some people, they say like, I am married or if they want to find love, like there is a real manifestation affirmation practice. And I bet, I bet, you know, those are good vibes. Put those good vibes out there. Things come towards you. Something, something, probably, probably. But I don't know. I don't know. It's not, that's not my style. And I haven't done enough research about it. I don't know anything about it. But that's one approach is that people do this affirmation style that's about manifesting the things they want to come to them. Now, I'm really talking about like a therapeutic affirmation style. I'm talking about using affirmations to trigger our reward centers to bring ourselves into a happier life by literally being happier in life. To to literally realize that we have happiness in our life and bringing that to the front of our cortex as opposed to, uh, you know, numbing out, right, with distraction, etc., or reinforcing with negative self-beliefs. Now, the way I kind of entered into this, because it was hard. I mean, I've been told about affirmations before, but it was hard for me to kind of buy it, you know, if that makes any sense. So in, in, in my therapy work, we started with 
things that I know to be true. So let's say, for instance, I perceive a friend of mine is disappointed with me. You know, like, let's just say I have to cancel or reschedule or something. And they're like, sure, or okay. And I, and I perceive disappointment. I'm like, oh, God, they're, they're disappointed. Then I would start to feel this, like, really desperate feeling. And that desperate feeling was attached dun, 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 to resources. Well, if I don't make this friend happy, I'll be lonely. And if I'm lonely, I won't have community and this, that, and this, that. Or if this person's angry at me, I'm going to be lonely for the rest of my life or I'm, I'm never going to have community. Nobody, I'm unlovable. I'm unlovable. And it would just like, it, you know, you get this really kind of panic response and you're like, actually, never mind. I don't have to cancel at all. Ha, 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 ha. But that's not good for you or for them. That's not good for anybody. So the way we kind of walked it backwards in therapy is that when it's like, well, what do you feel? I'm like, I feel fear. What do you feel in response to their perceived disappointment? For me, I'm like, fear. I feel afraid. Well, what, why do you feel afraid? Well, I'm afraid I'm not going to have what I need. Well, do you have, every, do you have what, well, what do you need? Food, shelter, love, you know, food, shelter, community, etc. Well, do you have those things? I do. So then in that moment, for me, the affirmation practice in response to a panicky feeling that might come from having a negative interaction with a friend or a perceived negative interaction with a friend, that the solution to comfort myself in that moment, I would have never arrived to without really putting the time to address what was coming up for me in response, to not jump into their head and think all the ways I've disappointed them, all the things I've done that's made them blah, or whatever, whatever, but to stay in my head and be like, what is this feeling? Oh, it's fear. What am I afraid of? Oh, that I won't have what I need. And thus, the affirmation for myself in that moment is, I have what I need. I am safe. I have everything I need. In this moment, I am safe. And to get grounded in the present, to get grounded in the life that you've built for yourself, to get grounded in the life I've built for myself, that to me is the real power of an affirmation practice. So if you've tried affirmations in the past and you found that it's not working, look at your approach. Is it the manifesting approach, the I have a dream job or whatever, whatever approach? Does, is that for you? Is it the grounding approach? And if it's a grounding approach, that means really allowing yourself to feel your feelings so that like an animal in a cage, you can soothe them, nurture them, reteach them that they don't have to live inside that cage. They can come live with you inside your life because you are safe, because you built this life. Okay? Okay. So um, here is a little affirmation starter kit, and then we'll end the episode uh, with you guys being able to take a listen to the Hannah Hart affirmations that I've been... Um, I'm pretty proud of them, you know? I like them. I think, I think they're pretty decent. So... Um, 
So here's the affirmation starter kit. Uh, well, actually, you know what? We'll post this on the Patreon. I think it's just really important to be able to address the negative feeling that has come up with the positive response, the positive grounded statement in response. Okay? So let's say Ella goes to the grocery store and forgets the one thing I asked her to get. I could get so angry. You know, I would be like, ah, I'm so angry. Why, why am I angry? Well, because I'm hurt. Well, why, why are you hurt? Because Ella does not love me. Because I'm not worthy of love. That's why she forgot. Well, is that real? Is that real, Hannah? So when I get that feeling of anger to comfort myself, anger in response to someone else's action, I can coach myself back into the present by saying, I am worthy of love. I am loved. I have a wife who loves me. And it really helps, guys. It really, really does. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. This is just like a little bit of like a affirmation starter kit, um, or at least the intro to affirmations. I don't know. Whatever I end up titling, this will be the title. Uh, long story short, please enjoy this sample affirmation. And if you guys want to spend more time with me, head on over to twitch.tv slash this heart It's currently September, which means that all subscriptions are on discount. What does a subscription get you? Access to a wonderful, wonderful world of Hartopia and a bunch of custom emotes, which is really cool. And ad-free viewing of my uh, incredibly... Oh, just such great live streams. It's, they're great. We have a great time. We, we, had, we truly do. We truly do. Um, thank you so much for listening, friends. And uh, please enjoy this example. Um, if you want to participate, if you want to get access to this kind of stuff, go ahead and head to patreon.com slash this, and you'll find eh, perks and tiers and options that might be right for you. So that's it. That's all for me today, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, we'll hear you next week. I love you, earbuds. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the ye old May of 2020 affirmation. If this is the first of your affirmation set you're listening to, let me tell you a little bit about how this works. Right now I'm going through a backlog of affirmations that I have owed you by reflecting on what affirmations I would have best, not best, but I would have benefited from had I been doing an affirmation practice back in, well, for this one, May of 2020. As you listen to this affirmation, I encourage you to give it a try yourself. I'll leave extra music going at the end. After I've done my version of it, you can go ahead and gently, quietly, embarrassingly whisper it to yourself. If you feel weird about it, that's a-okay. It's effective. It works. I feel weird about it every time in the beginning and great about it at the end. So hang in there and enjoy as I regale you with a tidbit of information, and then the affirmation. By the time May 
of 2020 had really set in. I think we all started paying uh, more attention, more atten- I said intention, more attention, more attention and intention to our environments. Uh, I am I, I am someone who is very affected by the environment around me, and uh, having been in quarantine for two months, I I finally had to accept that I was allowed to just start to go crazy and redo all the kitchen. Uh, I know this might sound strange, but I I really enjoy the process of organizing things even though it's something that I really have to work myself up into doing. It's kind of like knowing that you like going for a run or knowing that you like going for a swim or knowing that you like riding your bike, but it's so hard to put on the helmet. It's so hard to put on the sneakers. It's so hard to put on a bathing suit. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that way, but mid-process, I always feel such joy. But starting the process is the hardest part. So for this affirmation, I'm going to be focusing on, again, allowing myself, particularly in this instance, allowing myself to struggle and to go slowly and to start. Enjoy. I am allowed to take my time. I am allowed to go slowly. I am allowed to listen to myself and what I need. I accept what I need. I am allowed to listen to my needs and accept them. I am allowed to move slowly. I am allowed my own patience and comfort. I accept my own patience and comfort. 